Hey, Storm Freaks, it's Phil. 3D real-time weather radar simulation. Are you kidding me? Hey, co-founder of 3D Weatherverse, Adam Skinner, is in the studio to explain. And uh, it lifted, it just, this building just literally exploded right beside us. The roof came flying towards the car. I ducked. A piece of sheet metal came across the hood and then went off the hood and impaled a garage across the street, missing a really nice Mustang by about three inches. And what's a show without some hashtag weather fools and a visit from Weather Trollbot 5000 right here on episode 183 of the Stormfront Freaks Podcast! Going green. Greenage. I don't know. You got it, boss. Hey, welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast, and it's brought to you by the Drive Weather app. Uh, if you got summer plans to be on the road uh, this summer... Do yourself a favor and don't leave without knowing what you'll be driving into. I'll tell you what, these guys got over 500,000 downloads. The Drive Weather app, it shows motorists the weather along their route at the expected time that they're going to be at each point. So download it for Android or iPhone or just visit driveweatherapp.com. Hey, thanks to our Patreon team. We've got a great group of uh, uh, teammates that we have with that group. We've had a lot of fun interacting with them. Uh, and one of the coolest things that we, we just launched as part of a, a kind of a new change and some additions to what we do for our Patreon members is we now have a group Facebook uh, page. So Facebook group page just for members only past guests and and our co-hosts and so what's cool about this is we now have over 60 members in there and of course that includes our patreon members but some of our past guests uh we've got dr philip klotzbach uh, joined and ginger z joined and brandon clement joined michael binsky joined uh our guest adam skinner today he's on there uh we we got a ton of people and it's just kind of going to be a cool way for us to in, in a little bit more of a private and intimate setting, just be able to chat and have fun and and uh, just kind of let loose a little bit more. So looking forward to that. And if you want to join our Patreon team, uh, you can be a part of that as well. Uh, just go to stormfrontfreaks.com and, and you can find that. Um, I also have some big announcements to uh, share with everybody. Uh, we've basically, as a team here with Stormfront Freaks, decided we're, we're going to change our direction a little bit more. We've always been focused on being uh, an audio podcast, and we're now going to be focusing more on being a video show. Uh, We'll still produce the audio podcast and upload that for everybody that loves listening to us. That will still be there. But we're now really going to put a lot of focus into our live show. Still doing it every other Thursday night uh, will will be the plan for that with our guests and everything. But we've really upped our game with uh, some of the video things we're going to be doing. And and the other great thing about that is that typically in the last couple of years has been a Patreon-only exclusive to watch the live show. We're now going to put that back out to the general public uh, where we started. And so everybody's going to get an opportunity every other Thursday night uh, to watch us live, join in on the chat, uh, and interact with everybody. And, and so we're really looking forward to that. We're looking forward to bringing that to you. And that's going to start with episode 185 on June 8th. Uh, so mark your calendars. 
that night to uh, uh, join us June, uh, June 8th. So uh, looking forward to that. The other thing to let everybody know about is uh, Stormfront Freaks. We're doing our Chase Week. Uh, this is the second year we're doing it. We did it last year. And uh, so as a group, uh, there's a number of us are going to be going out uh, sometime later this May. And we're going to be chasing, but we're also going to be streaming that live. So uh, you're going to want to go to our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash stormfrontfreaks, or just search Stormfront Freaks YouTube, whatever. You'll find us there. So just make sure you subscribe to the channel and choose notifications because we don't know exactly when we're going to start our chase stream. So at least when we do, you'll get notified that, hey, we're live and you can tune in and watch us. We'll probably have two vehicles going, so you'll be able to tune in uh, into both vehicles and, uh, yeah, catch all the shenanigans uh, during the chase and, and hopefully see some cool stuff uh, like we're looking forward to as well. So, Hey, hey Phil. Yeah. Um, we did make the decision to not put it on OnlyFans, right? Like we, we Correct. We, okay. Just, I yep. just, well, hold on. Hold on, Greg. Hold on. I, I just, I just like, wanted to that, double check. It hasn't, it hasn't been made just yet, you know. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I'm we did it last to see year, it on too. YouTube. So. We we did it last year. Uh, we we just made our chase was just kind of a public thing. It wasn't uh, oh, okay, okay. that wasn't exclusive itself. Um, now there will be some things that we'll be putting on our Facebook group page. Uh, some videos and photos of what we're doing when the chase is over. Uh, what's going on in the morning? If if Brady and Greg and Serena decide to get their toenails done, uh, oh, we'll make God. sure. We'll Please, make sure we uh, put that uh, we put that on the stream as well. So you guys don't understand how much crap I got from my family. I mean, I heard it from my brother. For my brother wouldn't talk to me for a week, and I don't I don't know why, but he hated it. He hated Brady. It so Brady, Brady, I got divorced over it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Good. So guess what, guys? We're doing tattoos this time. I think I think Ooh, I was tattoos. the one that you tattoos. into that too, Greg. Added so up. My fault. That's right. Yep. Tornado right tattoos. All right, so let's, hey, we, we, we see who's here tonight. We hear who's here tonight. Uh, it's always happy hour when we record the show. So we're going to go around the horn and find out what everybody's drinking. Serena, I'm going to start with you, uh, our former meteorologist. And uh, what, what are you drinking? I have another weather beer. Um, this one is a cider, actually, so it's Ooh. not really a beer. But the company is Stormalong. Stormalong. No way. Uh -huh. Where do you find nice. these things? I don't know, but it's awesome. And it is actually quite delicious. I'm usually a beer person, but I'm like, all right, I could drink a cider if it's got a weather name. I'm like, do you, do you go month. into the liquor stores and actually look for this stuff, or are you finding it other methods? Yeah, no, I go to like so you're our like craft hunting. beer stores. Yeah, I go to our you're craft like storm beer chasing. Store. Like, I'm you're looking. Yeah, it's like, there you go. They, they've yeah. got to stock them at the, the observatory up there. They've probably got all these weather beers in the fridge, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mark Maz Massaro, former on camera meteorologist. Maz, what, uh, what are you drinking? Yeah. Oh, well, after my three margaritas earlier, I figured I'd better go beer. So I'm in liquid <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> liquid <laughs> my, uh, Aloha, big wet. I'm tired. I'm just tired. <laughs> You're margarita tired. Maz, you need, a, you need an espresso martini, my friend. Wake up. Come on yeah. now. Come on All right. now. All right, uh, Greg Johnson, our storm chaser photographer. What, uh, what are you drinking up in Canada? I'm keeping it real. Uh, I'm just a little bit of uh, Canadian whiskey, Crown Royaling, and uh, Coke. 
Nice. Brown, nice. Nice. Good stuff. Very good. All right. Mark Great. MJ Johnson, our Skywarn coordinator and producer. What are you, what are you drinking? Sure. Tonight I have uh, Smithick's Irish Red Ale. Ooh. Nice. Nice. That's good. That's good. Yep. And uh, Brady Harris, uh, Atmospheric Science grad. What are you drinking tonight, sir? Yeah, I decided to go a little crazy tonight, doing a little Hofbra House Hefeweizen, a little fancy stuff here. Also, MJ, was that a fake? That background looks incredibly real, Like, but that no, was somehow fake? It is 100% real. What? <laughs> it's, just okay, in the anyway. other, it's just in the other room, but it's real. <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. Anyway, anyway, I'm drinking a nice Hefeweizen. Yeah, I thought it's, it's starting its summary here, so why don't we keep it on trend? All right, but Greg, before I turn it over to you, I'm going to find out from our guest what uh, what he's drinking tonight. Adam, uh, what do you got? I went out of my way to make sure I got something on topic here. Life in the Clouds, nice. some collective wow. arts, IPA, 6.1%. That's what we have up in here in Canada is, uh, nice. is some pretty strong beer. So uh, wow. Greg would know. Adam, Adam, I'll tell you what. You got a hell of a camera, man. That was like auto-focusing. That was impressive right there for those watching the, uh, the video. Get the little, setup. A little Sony. Yeah, Sony works good. Yeah. good. All right. All right, Maz. Time for you to take it over. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Come on now, man. Right. Come on. Adam Allie. Skinner. No, yeah. Hey, Adam is the director and founder of Instant Weather, creator of a popular weather app in Canada with plans to launch in the United States this year, along with the new Instant Weather Pro radar suite. Adam has also recently joined forces with Geosynergy in Australia, down under, you know, to create the 3D Weatherverse, which is a real-time weather simulation tool and storm-chasing simulator built inside of the groundbreaking Unreal Engine 5. So, Adam, how, how does this, like, because I'm pretty familiar with the whole trillion trees inside of the flight simulator. How does that all compare with that, or is it totally separate and, and all that? Yeah, so I mean, it's it's definitely separate from Microsoft Simulator. So if you're familiar with uh, if you're familiar with Fortnite, that's Unreal Engine. Um, but they're doing they're doing some really really uh, high quality stuff these days. If you know if you watch the Mandalorian, the whole background of the Mandalorian is in Unreal Engine Five. So uh, it's it's gone to cinematic quality, which is which is really exciting. So for me, it all started it all started. Uh, it started a while ago, but back in back in about 2014, I had a I literally had a dream where um, there was a tornado warning, and I looked outside and I could see a huge supercell right outside the house. And as soon as it went tornado warned, it lit up red, and everybody down the street could see that it lit up red. And then there was a, a mesocyclone a rotation icon below the wall cloud. And we could all see it. And when I woke up, I thought, how the hell is that? Like, how would that be possible? And this is before I even knew what the term augmented reality was. And I thought, you know, if we all had like glasses, like, you know, if we all had like Google and then Google Glass came out. And I'm like, oh, if we all had Google Glass at the same time, you know, we'd be able to see storms in real time simulated. So that's kind of where it all spawned from. And then from there, um, we actually built the first uh, the first ever 3D uh, radar app many, many years ago called Tornado GPS. Um, but it would only kind of simulate, you know, one one level of DBZ. So it was kind of like 49 DBZ. It was like this red blob. And, you, and, you know, like people would look at it and say, what the hell am I looking at? And I'm like, OK, this this is not this is not really taking it to the next level. Um, but then I started to see all these new technologies of what is possible. Um, and actually, you know what? I've already got it loaded up right now, so we might as well take a look. I know we're we're a podcast, so for those who are listening, they might have to go find the YouTube video version of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I've got it right here right now, so we can kind of take a peek at it. Um, there's uh, 
That's there's storms cool. right now in uh, in Norman. So let's uh, load up K- KTLX and uh, take a look at the latest uh, radar. That is so, so when cool. I found when I found Geosynergy, um, what they were doing, um, actually, it started with I, I emailed Epic Games and I told them my idea, and they said they said let's have a let's have a meeting tomorrow, and I'm like, okay, that never happens, you know. Epic Games, massive company, like they're going to they're going to come and say, let's have a meeting right tomorrow. So um, I told them my vision and they said, OK, you got two weeks, go find a team. So I remember this this really nice uh, developer who was helping me poke around and uh, at Unreal Engine. And I went and found him. And what they were doing is they're actually uh, for um, uh, for coal mines. They're simulating the methane plumes coming out of a coal mine. And the reason they're doing that is because, you know, when you show somebody just a page of numbers, and say this is all you know. This these are the numbers of the methane that's coming out of your coal mine. You know they're like whatever. But when they could actually see the the huge disgusting plume of methane, it was a lot more actionable, right? So when you can actually see weather in real time, this is real lightning data. This is real radar data. Um, this is the storm that's tornado warned right now going through going through more and uh, more in Northern Oklahoma right now. So um, and let me actually show you the 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 raw radar data as well too. Okay, hold on, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. S- yeah, yeah. Slow back. <laughs> rock yeah, this is, this is cool. Second, I'm starting to geek out, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> listen. Um, uh, okay. So what what were we just looking at there? Like you're saying that's the storm. Um, this is the current. Yeah. It, yeah. Like if 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 somebody had, uh, for example, a picture right now from South. Uh, it looked like you were looking uh, northwest. So if yeah, somebody northwest. was southeast of of Moore right now and they were looking yes. at it, how accurate do you figure that that image that we saw was? So that's a great question. I've had that question before. You know, I mean, radar data. So next rad radar data is point, uh, 0.25 kilometer. So 250 meter data. So, you know, if you wanted it to be exactly like the storm itself, we need about 100 times the resolution of that. Um, But for the fact that we can take, you know, super res uh, radar data, put it in there. And what we're actually doing, too, is we're using velocity data. So on all 17 tilts, so we're rendering the full volumetric, as you can see, the full volumetric scale of the storm. We've dialed it back here to its there's this hail core right there. Right. And there's its heavy rain and there's the entire structure. Um, so we're taking all of that raw data and then the velocity data, we're using it to uh, to decide which way the clouds are moving. So when I bring it back to its to its full simulation here, if I uh, do a little bit of that, a little bit of show summary at 0.03. And uh, so you can see which way the clouds are moving. Those are actually moving in the direction that velocity is telling us. Right. So, Greg, of course, you know, and everybody here on this on this podcast, and I'm sure many who are listening um, you know, when when red is going moving away from the radar, green is moving back towards the radar. So we have all of that data to be able to power this uh, and and tell okay, the well, Adam, but you were just like, is anybody else's mind blown right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's completely. Just, 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 cool. just to be clear, what we're looking at instead of a a two D radar image, which we've all seen a thousand, maybe a million times, we're actually seeing that radar image now put into three dimensions real time and you can move around the storm adam how is this not in like um okay you're talking about gaming this is so seems to me to be so far beyond gaming what am i what am i missing here greg Greg doesn't even know what to ask he (laughs) he is so (laughs) he's he's passed this is a dream come true for me. It's been it's such a I've I've wanted to see basically I, I've always asked like how come there isn't 
how come there isn't first i said why isn't there 3d radar on mobile how come there's only like gr2 you know a pc version of it that costs 400 dollars? you know where where's where's the mobile version it didn't exist so i said okay i guess we got to build it so with this thing it was the same i said you know where is you know and there's lots of cool storm chasing games out there there's outbreak coming out from quebec vortex um there's all these Roblox simulators. There's all these storm chasing games, but they all kind of take place in a little simulated town in Oklahoma. You know, it's kind right. of like a simulated arena of all these little towns. And when you drive around that a few times, you kind of go, eh, you know, where, like, what's next from it? So it's exciting to I really like the idea of being able to storm chase. And I, I think about it, too, on the actionable side of things, you know. Um, if somebody's playing, let's say Fortnite, for example, somebody's playing Fortnite, they're not paying attention to the weather. But if they're playing 3D Weatherverse and they're storm chasing a tornado that's in their neighborhood, when that thing's heading towards their house, you know, they're pulling off the VR headset. They're going and getting mom and dad or whoever and taking them to the basement or get, taking them to a safe place. It, de- it depends and, uh, how, how it depends how you know much they need to level up, though. If they're almost ready to level up, then I, you know, no, no. But I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> okay, Adam, so, can, we, can right? we like go inside like the hail core like? I just want to go literally oh, inside sure. like the strongest part of the storm and just, I mean, just like, I mean, there. you saw it, you saw it there. So you know what I, you know what I'll do, which is really interesting. What we want to do in real time. So based on if there's a tornado warning and it says, you know, spotter confirmed tornado on the ground. Uh, what we want to do is actually spawn a simulated tornado underneath the storm. And I can actually already do that. Uh, I can basically just do it right now. Um, and so we want to do that automatically in real time though. So based on the size of the couplet, Based on the size of the so the mezzo for the wall cloud, the couplet for you know the size of the tornado, and we know timing and positioning, and we, we kind of know which way it's moving. But we're also using uh, obviously everybody's talking about AI right now. We're actually using AI to take um, any uh, user generated reports. So from instant weather, we get a ton of user generated reports. I think we represent something like ninety uh, percent of uh, of tornado reports in Canada. Um, so, and we have a, a big community in the U.S. as well, too. So when we get those reports, we can actually take that photo or that video, and we can actually use that to generate the 3D tornado model in real time that looks like the one from the photo. So that's going to be pretty exciting. But uh, but I'll, I'll do a little generated uh, tornado here for you right now. Hopefully this um, isn't going to, like, make a tornado happen, you know, like the <laughs> yeah. It's under like, a tornado warning right now, but no, it's, I don't <laughs> think, uh, yeah. It only works one way, Brady. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> We're I don't hoping think we have I'm that. I'm gonna keep power. it on the radar to make sure. I'll put that on. I'll put that on the to do list to make sure. You know, on the other way, maybe we can, we can make tornadoes stop. That would be even yeah, superior. Exactly. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, let me just uh, do a little tweak here, and I'll, I'll spawn this right now for us. Uh, playback speed usually pretty good at 0.7. So I so and- I'm also curious if if um, you know like the the WCM at the NWS Norman office, uh, Rick Smith. Like if if we can tell right now, find his house. Is it is the storm over his house yet? Do we know? Like, is it that detailed? Um, it's possible that it's uh, no. Like, look at that. It's two and a half football fields, right? That's the resolution. Um, yeah. So, yeah, two two hundred fifty meter resolution. But we're doing interpolating, right? We're we're taking that data and we're simulating it more of a realistic uh, resolution as well. Now, also, Adam, you've obviously are are including. Uh, I'm assuming this is Google Earth or something as the mapping program. It's funny you say that. It's fu- how did you? I how you are wise beyond your years. Um, right. So what we're using right now is a is a tool inside of Unreal Engine called Cesium, and uh, they just made a deal yesterday. They literally announced it yesterday that they have made a deal with Google. 
so that you can bring in Google Earth top mapping tiles and have all the full 3D buildings, the trees, the whole like LADAR scanned oh, everything. Wow. And my Great. developer is actually rendering it right now. And he's tr- he was trying to get me a version of it so I could show that for you on the stream. But he's okay. literally in the middle so, of rendering it. As so, what? That's a mean looking twister right there. So, I don't know if I want to okay, mess with so, that one. Here, here's it, let, let's get away from the game thing for a second. I'm, I know that's where you want to go, but uh, uh, let's say you're a uh, 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 media company. I don't know. You're you're the weather.com or something. Um, like, could they use this technology to show in real time where that tornado and what road it's yeah. crossing, and you know all exactly. the stuff that James Spann is doing in uh you know 2d versions could they use this yeah so it's funny you say that because um since 2015 uh we instant weather uh we've been we've been live streaming uh and tracking tornadoes uh, across canada um at, at most sometimes we're at like eleven thousand concurrent viewers so we're we're actually doing that we are that we are that uh, company in canada but of course you know we we are up for of course you know uh, licensing this out to to other broadcasters as well to use for sure. But um, so we've already started using it on our live streams, and the response has been has been wild. And yeah. and back to the back to the idea of it being actionable, right? I mean, if when you show somebody a two D blob, like you're saying, they see the two D blob on radar. What does that mean? A lot of the time, they only get to see reflectivity, right? And they're like, okay, this just looks like a big red blob. Does that mean it has the potential to produce a tornado, right? So we we've gone deeper, and we're showing velocity, and we're showing correlation coefficient and the debris signatures and that type of thing. Um, but you know, yeah, like you're saying to be able to show this in real time and say, Hey, this is where the tornado is. This is where it's moving. Um, first and foremost, I'm, I'm using it to, to do the, to do the live streams on instant weather. So, um, from instant weather, Ontario to instant weather, Alberta, we, I was actually live last night in Manitoba and I was using this and people were just like, what is this? What is this magic? What's happening here? So, uh, yeah, the response has been really exciting. That's great. Phil, this goes to our our question, our our discussion last uh, episode, Phil, about the fact that the technology is just like, how does one keep up? Sorry to interrupt you, Maz, but it's just, (laughs) it is, I'm I'm mind blown. You know, it's, it's Greg, the whole time I'm sitting here thinking, we we don't need to chase anymore because we can just pull this up, right? And and just go, hey, well, uh, it looks like this cell in in Norman's doing better than down in in Bowie, Texas. So let's let's head up to that one and check it out. And it looks like the Stormfront Freaks van. You just got to stick a sticker on that. And, uh, <laughs> I know. I, I was actually <laughs> thinking about it. I was thinking about it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, oh, this, this I mean, cool. from a from and obviously let's let's change the time of day. We, you know, everybody's chasing at night these days. So let's uh, yeah, oh, let's, take, let's take it down a notch. Oh, God. And, uh, all right. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm telling you right now, all of our this makes for horrible radio. Uh, so all of our <laughs> listeners, true. you need to go yeah. to our YouTube oh page God. and yeah. watch, need to go to watch this yeah. episode. Yeah. Not only that, not only for the driving off road, graphics, Adams. but you got to look at Gregel's responses and yeah. body posture here. He's very uncomfortable in an awesome way because this is so realistic looking. This is incredible. <laughs> Can you stop the van? Can you oh stop God. the van and have Phil take a leak in front of it? <laughs> Guys, Moore just had a tornado warning. That's not good. I think we had some bad oh, mojo. Do it, man. Ooh, do it, Adam. Yeah, yeah. And tell me while uh, you're doing Oh, that, there's a decent meso can, right now, too, right near Cole, can, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With instant yeah. weather, can you take what's happening and place like storm um, um, 
Oh my god, I've had way too much to drink. Uh, Storm Chaser <laughs> oh, no. video. Oh, Storm good Chaser question. video. Wow, that's a good place idea. It inside where it's located. I'm like going, oh my gosh, yeah. this is a yeah. quantum leap. Yeah, yeah that, I, that I know exactly what you're saying. To, to see the yeah. pop up, right? To be able to see a pop up and yes. see like Greg's live stream right in this, you know, and to so you can you can see the simulated version of it, and then you can actually see the real time version of it at the same time and do the comparison. Yeah, that's I love that idea. That's great. Oh my gosh! All right, so for those who are listening, this this thing is pretty crazy and is incredible. But Adam, how did you even get started in this? Yeah. Like, let's let's step back a little bit more. What even got you interested in the weather? How did you begin this? Let's start there. All right, let's let's go back a little while and uh, and talk about that. Sure. So, I mean, if we go to the very beginning, it's it's like everybody else was born in in the '80s or the '90s. It's Twister, right? That's where it all kind of started. Um, and then, again, like I mentioned before, I was a professional musician for so long. That was like my goal to become a rock star. And I might play a, if if it's okay with you, I might play a song for you later that I wrote for my wife. So I might pull that out at the end if I have enough of this IPA. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll pull that out for you. Um, so I, I did that. and I was really focused on that for so long. Um, and then, uh, you know where it actually, it's really interesting, and I don't think he gets enough credit, but uh, when I started watching Discovery Channel and I started watching Reed and Tim, rest in peace, and uh, Sean and everybody, I started, I started watching that. And see, Greg can attest to this too because, um, you know, uh, and here in Canada, we have county-based tornado warnings. I'm not kidding. So I'm not, it's, you know, we have obviously in the U S you've got polygons drawn right around the storm, but up here, you know, where I live in Barrie, it's, it's a, like a hundred kilometers from, or 50, I think it's about 50 or hundred kilometers from like Collingwood, for example. Well, when Barrie, my town had a, had a tornado warning, people in Collingwood have a tornado warning because it's County based. So, you know, I remember, I remember watching uh, the Weather Network and and watching the red ticker at the bottom and reading it 75 times and waiting for it to change with some sort of some details. And it was always just the same cookie cutter information. And then I saw and then I see, you know, read inside of a tank inside bullseye and tornadoes. And I'm thinking to myself, how is this guy bullseye and tornadoes? But we have county based warnings up here like something doesn't add up. There's got to be there's got to be more to it. So um, I was a self-taught uh, musician. And I just and everything I've done, I just I, once I get into it, I just dive into it. So I just went full blast and tried to learn as much as I could, tried to get out into the field as much as I could, too. I learned from brilliant people like Tom Steph and uh, Dr. David Sills from the Northern Tornadoes Project. And I, I learned from all these people. I try to absorb. I'm like a sponge. I absorb as much as I can. And I got to the point where I pinpointed a tornado. I got too close to it and a 7,500 square foot roof got torn off of a commercial grade stable about 80 feet from the road where we were. And that got thrown at the car. And so I'm still to this day, people give me a hard time that I didn't take the photo. I had my, I had my iPhone in my hand. I just looked this way. The roof casted a shadow over our Corolla, by the way, don't storm chasing a Corolla. Just gonna put that out there. But um, I wasn't dry. I had my driver. He had the, he had his foot to the floor and the winds were so strong, it literally held the Corolla to the ground. We didn't move. He had the foot to, I could hear the engine revving, and it was just slowly pushing forward. So it was an EF1, 175 kilometer an hour gusts. And uh, it lifted, it just, this building just literally exploded right beside us. The roof came flying towards the car. I ducked. A piece of sheet metal came across the hood and then went off the hood and impaled a garage across the street, missing a really nice Mustang by about three inches. Um, and two by tens were spiked four feet into the ground behind us. So we just got out of the way. The roof slammed onto the road. 
And right at that moment, I thought, you know, this thing's heading towards it's it was, it was actually north of Orangeville, uh, Melanchthon, Ontario, and it was heading towards towards Barry. So I thought, oh, you know, who do I call first? I got to call my I got to call my wife. I got to call my dad. I got to call. I had all these ideas. And then I thought I eventually thought, you know, it'd be really nice if I was able to notify folks about about tornado potential. And that's that's when we started what was initially called Ontario Tornado Watch. And then we've uh, upgraded that to Ontario Storm Watch. And we've we've changed it to all instant weather. And that's kind of where it started. And I just I, the whole goal is to raise awareness about tornadoes and severe weather, um, because there's there's a lot, especially up here in Canada. People don't realize Canada is second to the U.S. So U.S. gets twelve hundred a year on average. Canada gets about two hundred a year on average. And the problem up here is so many people say, ah, it doesn't happen here. So that's a huge issue because it, it catches them off guard. They're not paying attention to the alerts. Well, tell, tell you what, Adam, when we come back, I want to ask you a little bit more uh, about instant weather. But uh, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to get you a new Storm Chaser safety clip. Uh, and, of course, be right back with more from Adam. So stay tuned. It's time for this edition of Stormfront Fruits Podcast Storm Chaser Safety Tip. Join retired fire battalion chief Randy Denzer, EMA director Eddie Aldrin, and police officer Eric Fox as we discuss some of the most common storm chaser safety pitfalls to avoid. Okay, so we're covering storm chaser safety tips. I'm with Eric Fox. He's a current police officer in Davis, Oklahoma, and a field correspondent for Weather Nation TV Eric, a lot of chasers uh, are familiar now, especially with the term chaser convergence. Um, I guess explain a little bit uh, what exactly that is, but if you happen to be uh, caught or in chaser convergence, I guess, what's the best plan of action? Best plan of action for chaser convergence, which seems to be, uh, no matter what time of year this, this now, it seems like any uh, major outbreak uh, moderate risk or above, you're going to have, you know, dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of people out. So, uh, main thing is, is just having that plan to, to get an exit, uh, plan those routes ahead. Uh, we know if you're in a long line, uh, which is going to happen, just make sure you see your exits, make sure you have a way to turn around safely and legally, uh, to get, to get out of the way of what may, may happen. Uh, I can attest to, to several times, especially chasing in the Southeast, um, you know, I, I'm actually in chaser traffic in the southeast where I can't even see the tornado coming. So I chose to be safe and turn around and went a different direction and found an alternate route to the tornado. What What are some poor decisions you've seen people make in chaser convergence? Uh, blocking roadways, right? Blocking those exits. Uh, you know, I, I have a rule of thumb of having two exits, either the back the way I came or making a left or right turn to get away from, from the danger. Uh, but if all those exits are blocked uh, by people blocking those roadways and trying to get the sh- this shot, uh, you know, that's the main thing I'm seeing right now is people are just wanting to get the shot. If you don't have your exit routes because of traffic, because of those the chaser convergence, and you don't plan for it, you're going to find yourself in trouble. And uh, you know we're we're seeing a lot of that, but it's, it's all preventable just by planning. Yep, and I I would just quick add, uh, take a deep breath and be patient. Let's 
Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we're here with Adam Skinner, and, and obviously we all got our minds blown, Adam, with what you're doing with 3D Weatherverse. Uh, that's amazing that's already, and you're still developing that. So uh, hopefully we can keep you on here long enough to see what that 3D rendering will look like uh, that, that uh, maybe you got someone working on in the back. But I want to find out a little bit more about instant weather because you started with that first, developing that first, and and so you're before we went to break, you're talking a little bit about where that kind of started. Um, to explain to me a little bit because the things that I've read maybe don't ex- there seems to be a lot involved with it. You've got instant weather is this and it's this and it's got this over here and it does this too. That you're involved in a number of different things. So if you can explain what. It currently is, and then once you've done that, just tag on to the end. What, what where is it going? Sure, um, we just celebrated our ten year. Uh, so the I consider the the anniversary is the day that that tornado got thrown at me, um, which was uh, April eighteenth, twenty thirteen. So we just celebrated our our decade long, um, and we we started with um, you know just members of the community just volunteering their time and and helping out and and we've grown it into a business which is which is pretty exciting it's something i i i never even you know forecasted pun intended um i didn't think you know we get to that point i i didn't think we wouldn't but i just i just didn't have any idea of it and then you know people started to want an app from us they wanted uh we actually send out uh, text message alerts as well too that's been a big thing um and yeah so the team is built up i think we have about 27 members in total um and uh yeah and it's it's uh it's been really really exciting so we started off with our ontario page and then uh we quickly decided well, my brother's actually a, a master web developer so uh because of his ability to um to be able to post uh, environment canada alerts instantly to social media i thought okay because of that you know we can probably scale this up a little bit so we decided to launch a page for every province and then i quickly said ah let's launch a page for every state so i took a big gulp and, and created 52 Facebook pages. One, like we literally have like Colorado and uh, tornado watch. We have like California tornado. We li- if there's a state and then the words tornado watch, we've got a page for it in the U S. Um, and so we built that up as well too. And so I think right now we've got something like 120, 130 social media pages that we have to keep an eye on, which is, which is uh, a little bit tricky for sure. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. But, I have trouble uh, with my own Twitter feed, so I can't even imagine. <laughs> just the Twitter feed, yeah, exactly. I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we built that up, and and again, the, the whole goal is to raise awareness about tornadoes and severe weather. So we try our best to forecast them uh, proactively, and uh, you know, obviously, in the winter, we're not just sitting on our thumbs. We we we're doing winter storms as well too. Um, but yeah, we've just built it up to forecasting a lot of social media. We've built uh, the free app, and it's got. A boatload of downloads now we've got you know our amazon bills are you should see them they're pretty ridiculous but um yeah so we've got we've got you know at sometimes like 70 servers running to, to handle the traffic from from what's going on with the app um and it's uh it's pretty wild and yeah so um uh what we decided to do as well too is um 
you know, we've been using every every pro radar app out there. I literally have every single one you can buy. If, I'd be surprised if there wasn't one that I that I didn't have. Um, and a lot of them are really, really U.S. focused, which is great. And they do have really good technologies for Canada. But there's more for Canada that we wanted as well, too. Things that things that are left out. Um, and uh, so we actually partnered. Instant Weather uh, became an official partner with the Northern Tornadoes Project, which is run by Dr. David Sills. Uh, he was he's like the doctor tornado in Canada. And uh, he actually not only did he uh, rate the tornado that threw the roof at me as an EF1, but he actually ended up leaving Environment Canada to run this program at Western University. Um, I had I was I was playing drums on his album, of all things. And and we were sitting at dinner and he told me, he's like, I think I'm going to leave Environment Canada. I'm like, what? Like, this is huge. I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, because I'm, this is uh, in, in the U.S. There's so many there's so many different offices that it's uh, I think it's probably a lot better as far as uh, getting out to the damage site quickly and raiding the tornadoes quickly. And unfortunately, sometimes here in Canada, because of limited budgets, you know, the, the team from Environment Canada will go out to raid a tornado several days later and you know by then all the debris has been cleaned up you know there's a lot less damage indicators and so that's what the northern tornadoes project uh has done they've uh basically they've kind of taken over and to to taken over and collaborate with environment canada on on verifying tornadoes um across canada which is which is excellent so the reason we partnered with them is because we have 1.2 million community members uh which about 90 percent of them are well 85 percent of them are in canada um, and because of all those community members, uh, they're always sending us reports. So again, we we represent a, a, a huge, huge majority of, of the severe weather reports that that come in. And so we wanted to partner with the NTP to be able to um, to be able to get the reports to them quickly, so they can go out and verify the tornadoes immediately and get you know that proper documentation. You know, all, all I can say, Adam, is that uh, sometimes some great decisions are made when a band is jamming out together. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they don't always make the great decisions, but this one sounded like it was a good one. Yeah. This is good. So, Adam, tell me a little bit more about the uh, uh, about the app. Sure. Yeah. So, um, uh, basically, it's called it's called Instant Weather. It's free. Again, it's it's only in Canada, but we're uh, we want to launch it in the U.S. for sure. Um, my my green screen is going to make the top bar invisible here, but it's basically it's basically like this. It's a nice, super clean app. Um, you know, 15 day forecast, it's got 10 day hourly, it's got uh, even sub hourly 15 minute intervals. And, uh, and, and a big part of it was to be able to send those notifications to folks as well, too. Um, and we're even proactive as well, too. Well, we're, if we see rotation, you know, uh, we have a system where we can create a, a storm based polygon and send out and say the storm is beginning to rotate, you know, it may have the potential to produce a tornado. So we, we're actually sending out uh, custom notifications as well, too, and being really proactive with it. Um, and actually, uh, uh, in Ontario, over the past 10 years, we've provided advanced notification to 76% of tornadoes that have been confirmed. So uh, we're really trying to uh, uh, complement what Environment Canada is doing and, and try to be really proactive and, and send out uh, notifications as well. Um, and then so and then Dave said, hey, Adam, uh, do you want to build a pro radar? I was kind of coming around to this, but he said, do you want to build a pro radar suite for us? And I was like, sure. Um, and he said, OK, go for it. And so, uh, yeah, so I'll bring it up right here. This is uh, this is Instant Weather Pro. So a uh, little shameless, cool. shameless promotion, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's basically uh, it's what I've always wanted because I, I really like to remove friction. I find that I find that a lot of the time it's like I want to change the speed of animation. Now I have to go to the menu and I have to scroll down the page and I have to find this slider and I have to move that slider over. Um, you probably can't see it right now because my name's on top of it. But at the bottom, we've got just a one click button to go like two, four, six, eight, like to change. Yeah, you can see that right there. So we can change the animation speed, change the frames with one click. 
um, switch between your modes with one click. So I really like to eliminate friction. Also switch between your products, switch between your tilts all on the main screen, not going, cool. not clicking a thing and clicking another thing and going to the tilt, like just hit a button that you're into tilt too. So, um, and yeah, so uh, one thing that I really like uh, that we've done here, I'm in dual mode right now, but if I switch to uh, single and if I switch to split, um, this is the first time ever you've been able to swipe between two products. <laughs> oh, wow. that's so, pretty yeah, cool. This is, and so this is actually, this is the EF2 that went through Barry, which is my my city. I'm live streaming during this tornado. Um, good thing I had battery backups because I knew as soon as it touched down because all the lights, like everything went down and came back up. And I said, I think it just took out some hydro poles. Like I knew for sure. And people are saying, I'm in the north side of Barry. People are saying, how, you know, how come you're not getting your family safety? I'm like, well, I know where the mezzo is. The mezzo's right here. So I, the tornado is likely down here in the south end of Barry, which it was. It was crossing uh, Maple View in the south end. But um, the reason I like this is because a lot of the time, I don't know if you're noticing, you're comparing two products. You're trying. You're saying, is that couplet located with that hook, or is it is it yeah. one of those weird, yeah. you know, exactly. like yeah. Saskatchewan all the time? I, I have to draw a circle. Right? I have to draw a circle draw using the drawing right. tool. You got to say, yeah. oh, is that the same? You're comparing pixels with the circle. Yeah. Well, now it's really nice. You can just swipe between them, so you can know the mezzo is exactly. You can know the CC drop is exactly where the couplet is. Um, cause you can go pixel by pixel and swipe between them. So, um, yeah. So for yeah, those so- who are listening, I have to just describe this. So he has a velocity image and a radar reflectivity image side by side. And there's a slider bar that goes back and forth and it's changing it from one to the other as you slide it. So you can very easily see how the composite reflectivity and the velocity imagery works together. So you're not flipping between screens. This and, and guys, is really I think, cool. Uh, would you all agree well, with you. me that as soon as Adam started sliding that back and forth, we all in our head went, how come we haven't seen this before? Exactly. Yeah. How come, yeah. right. how come totally. this isn't something that we see all the time? And maybe yeah. someone does it. I hope someone's watching this. Is like, oh, hey, so-and-so does this in the U.S. I, I have want, not seen this. I want every app so. to rip us off. We, we, we're not putting, I'm not a fan of patents. I, I think patents are stupid. Uh, I want everyone to rip us off. I want to be able to use my favorite ra- radar apps, which you, obviously you all know them. I want to be able to use all of them and do this. So I already, I was already telling uh, someone who's working with Omega, I said, uh, you know, do this, please rip me off. I, I don't care. So, you know, we're, uh, the world is abundant. So I'm okay if everybody does this, but I, I want everybody to do it for sure. Um, th- this is something I want them to, uh, they want them to rip us off for too. Greg, if you can see the top here, it says 50.04 kilometers per hour. I don't know why. I, I don't know why people think that we want to read meters per second up here in Canada. Nobody wants to read meters per second. <laughs> meters per second means absolutely nothing. I, to I us. don't, I wouldn't mean anything to me. Yeah. I, I guess. Like, can I'm you like, switch okay, it to miles per hour? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say meters yeah, exactly. per second. What about yeah, yeah, per yeah, second? I know they say it's like knots or miles per hour. I mean, I'm okay with miles per hour because I get it now, but I've watched enough U.S. tornadoes. I've studied enough. But, you know, finally we put it wasn't that hard to do. We converted it to kilometers per hour. So we've got uh, all that wonderful stuff. So, Adam, did, did so. you already explain? But is is there a reason why you can't do the same thing with uh, U.S. radars and create another app or, or add it to the app you already have? Uh, no, that's 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 part of the roadmap. So, um, so okay. this is going to work in the U.S., um, and actually, this is the interesting thing about this. Uh, this is a website. 
So this mm-hmm. is not an executable file that you can only open one of them on your computer. <laughs> if you've got 10 screens, you can just open Chrome tabs and this is actually a website. So this it's was the really interesting app. thing. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a web app. So it's the first time ever you've been able to take like 200,000 raw polygons inside of a web app. And the reason I know that is we tried to build it initially and I went back to Dr. David Sills and I said, this thing is clugging along. It runs like junk. It's the, the animation is crashing the browser. It's not working. And he said, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to, you can convert to a different technology and try to like do an executable file? And I said, let, let me see what my brother can do. Cause my brother's always said to me, if anybody can figure it out, it's him. Um, um, so he went back and he figured he actually did some really groundbreaking uh, things to be able to um, to be able to uh, animate 200,000 polygons. He, he he actually upped the performance about 30 times. So uh, it runs at 20. I can do like 20 X animations on this and it runs perfectly super, super smooth. And it's it's amazingly performant now. So, um, yeah. So, so Adam, some, one thing I can really tell cool right stuff. away, one thing I can tell right away about you is uh, your brain is working at like uh, way faster speed than <laughs> most people's um uh also it's working at kilometers per hour whereas right most no exactly, exactly. Beat exactly. Per, beat per second. Second. so uh thanks greg you know you'll 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 figure out other cool stuff to do um you should just simply uh sell this product to all the big boys and retire right now and do something you want to this is nah. this is earth shattering man yeah, this <laughs> thanks man i appreciate sweet. it Thank you, kind of. I know I'm I'm okay with licensing it to everybody, but uh, I, I have too much fun doing this. I don't know if you can tell, but this is super yeah. exciting for me. So I want to be in the trenches uh, <laughs> as long as as long as I'm coherent. I want to be in the trenches doing this. So um, yeah, no no uh, no uh, no ideas for selling it right now, but, uh, but definitely just, licensing it out and and for sure. Let's go. Could this work? Could this work on just like a regular computer? Like you know, I guess any any computer. Any it doesn't have to be like a performance or or any sort of special graphics card or anything like that. So Brady, are you referring to the, um, the Insta Weather Pro, or are you referring yeah. to the three D Weather? Version? Well, so in- well, actually, that is a good question for both, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming yeah, three- the the Weather versus probably a lot. It probably takes a lot more processing. Power, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it takes a little bit more power for sure. Um, the uh, but again, if you can run Fortnite, you can yeah. run the three D Weatherverse. So I they can. have lots of levels, Fantastic. right? So I mean, like a Nintendo Switch can run Fortnite. So you know, we can yeah. dial it down. So that it's it's of a lower quality. It still looks cool. I mean, like when you see people play a game on Switch and then you see a PS5 right beside it, you're like, wow, the PS5 looks so much better. But when they only have a Switch, you're not sitting there going at, you know, apples to oranges. You're, you're so, just watching what you're doing. So, so yeah. you're saying I can't play it on my running. Game Boy, though? No, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a Tetris version of it for no sure. Problem. It'll be solid. <laughs> though. Um, but yeah, so uh, this this is a web app, so it can run on anything. Um, and it will be actually inside of our free app. We're going to have it inside of our free app. Um, and it, it will be a subscription for it because obviously the server costs and the development costs and all of that. But uh, it's too cool um, to just make it completely free. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, we might do some free version of where you can like paint storms or something like that, and maybe some historical storms because we can go back and look at any storm. You guys want to look at more May twenty, uh, you know, twenty thirteen right now? Wait, we can go wait, back and look me, at that. Let me, let me. I think yes, but let me Hurricanes. first make sure the tornado is through more, and then you know. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, that's a, maybe maybe a little little too soon on that one it's, for sure. It's cleared more. It's cleared more. Yeah. Uh, actually it actually the cool couplet might look a little bit stronger right now it's uh yeah going it's about to head through goldsby as well so we hope everybody's staying safe with that one because that looks it's goldsby and then probably through noble the historical thing though is so cool because i i can't tell you how many times even i mean even when we went chasing guys like i was trying to find i you know i made a little collage video for us after we went chasing i was trying to find like a good place to find historical weather data and like high quality high res 
And there was there wasn't much, you know. I, I would have had to have taken almost like a video in the moment of the way, radar, you know, to actually get like a high yeah. res. So that would be that'd be pretty cool. I mean, Adam, that that's yeah. Like, so that's yeah, we've idea. we've got uh, we've got Nexrad back to 1993, and we've got uh, we actually have Canadian data. We're I think we're the only ones saving it on on Amazon right on S3 right now. Again, back to those Amazon bills. But uh, we've got all the uh, Canadian radar data back to 2021. So we've got all of the new radars because we actually just upgraded our radars here in Canada. Um, so we've got all of that data, which is uh, which is pretty useful. So yeah, it's nice to be able to have the historical stuff. It's great. Maz, what do you got? Yeah, I've been in queue waiting for 20 minutes. I may have actually forgotten my question. Oh, like, God. But Sorry, I'm, I'm just geeking out. My bad. <laughs> well, I'm I want to say this, too. Adam. I think, I think people love you because you didn't get into this to make money. You got into this to make a difference and help people. And I think I, 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 you guys tell me if I'm wrong in this. I kind of sense a little bit of a Jeff Bezos going, I just wanted to make a bookstore. <laughs> and there's like so much more to this that I know the money is going to come. And when it comes, it's going to be massive where everybody's going to want it. Every TV station is going to have access. And the things that you guys are going to do with the real time video and where people will sit at home and be able to go, yeah, sirens are going off. Hang on. Let's go to instant weather and let's check this out and go. Yeah, we're okay still. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It's not a bad idea. Let's get downstairs because it looks like it's intense. And, and you've got the, I'm sorry. This is probably why I haven't been able to talk. Cause I'm just like, Greg, I'm like, oh my gosh. Everyone, everyone's yeah, all twister painted. Right? It's cute. Exactly. Twister you, painted. you guys feel the same thing. You're like, yeah, there's yeah. going to be so Thanks, much. So Phil, this. just so you know, I'm Phil, I'm giving you my notice and, uh, Adam. <laughs> give me a call. I'll give you a call. Greg, by the way, Greg, I'm a huge fan, just so you know. I'm, I'm sure you already know, but I'm a huge fan. So. All right, gang, that's the sound. Uh, it's time for our lightning round. So this is, uh, Adam, this is our game show, Flashy and Brilliant Questions. We get to play with our guests every show. And uh, tonight, so we know you like to play a little music, and, and I'm going to ask you a little bit later on uh, to play us a little ditty. But tonight, uh, we're going to play a show, uh, or a game, I'm calling this... Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Whoa. Little sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Greg, love that. So these are all questions having to do with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to find out uh, some of your knowledge of... of in, so none of these are any n- new artists, right? They, they don't Perfect. tend to make the Hall of... What's the rule? Like you have to have your first album has to have been out like 10 years before you're eligible or something like what I is it got it wrong yeah i, I, <laughs> I don't know that's not the question so we're okay we're okay so here we go we're, we're gonna start this off and i'll ask you the question and and how we play this is the freaks can always uh jump into and, and maybe give you some hints if if it's a bad uh, idea. you're struggling but don't the first me. one has to do with the beatles Ooh. uh which two beatles attended the ceremony to accept their induction in 1988 and I'll give you. Assume. I'll give you. It's multiple choice. Uh, George Harrison hey, and Julian Lennon. Can I guess for the multiple choice? Yeah. Oh yeah. Go okay. ahead. Oh, I was just gonna because I I would think it's the only the two that were still alive, right? So it would be uh, Ringo and Paul. Is that right? Oh, George died recently. Like in the nineties, I think. So what do you think? So they were inducted in nineteen eighty-eight. It was, anybody want to guess? 
So it was George and Ringo. Oh. George and Paul. Oh. Oh, no, sorry. That was good. That was good. It was George and Ringo. Uh, Paul true. McCartney did not attend due to a personal and business conflict between him and the surviving members at the time. Uh, and Yoko uh, accepted on behalf of John. Whoa. Oh, wow. So there you go. All right, number two. Dang. Number two, you can, re- you can redeem yourself here. What band refused to attend their induction ceremony in 2006? Was it Blondie, The Clash, Sex Pistols, or the Ramones. Oh, I have never be heard one of, the of punk, any of It's one bands. of the punk bands for sure. But it's going to be. <laughs> They're all I'd kind say, of punk. I'd say the. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Blondie kind of. But yes, I'd say. Are those even real bands? With, yes. I want to go oh Sex God, Pistols, really. but it's probably Ramones. But I'm going Sex Pistols, which is probably Ramones. What is it? It was the Sex oh. Pistols. Oh, nice. It was the Sweet. Sex Pistols. Sweet. <laughs> Johnny wow. Rotten apparently was not a fan of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, all right, number three, when was the first year the Hall of Fame inductions were held? 86, 85, 87, or 88? Oh, that's an impossible question. You got to spread them out a little more. Make it like, you know, 90, 67, you know. <laughs> numbers again? Come on. 80, you know what? 85, In, uh, 86, 87, or 88? The crap shoot. I, I, you probably put a year younger than the, the youngest year, so I'm going to say 86. It was 86. Good one. Very good. like the strategy there. All right. What artist has the first honor of being inducted three times? Jimmy Page, Jeff Beck, Paul McCartney, or Eric Clapton? Three times. I hear whispers of Clapton, but I I think I'm going to go. I I feel like, no, hold on. Because Paul could have had a solo career, then he could have had Wings, and then he had the Beatles. So I'm going to say Paul. Oh. oh no it's oh. Clapton. Okay. Clapton. it is it is clapton, clapton uh yeah. cream in 93 yardbirds in Yardbird. 92 and solo in 2000 ah, do they still have rock and whispers like are they still inducting people or is it just done they are it's like I willie know. nelson and Brady, uh <laughs> yeah. Brady, you're you're just not old enough to comment on this uh no <laughs> no <around. laughs> All right, number five. Which member of the Beatles has not been inducted as a solo artist? Lennon, Harrison, Starr, or none? Meaning they've Ooh, all been inducted as solo artists. That's even tougher. Thought you I should have waited for that, that none, first multiple choice. I'm still angry I didn't wait for the first multiple choice. Um, I'm going to go with... I, I feel like if anybody would be Ringo, but I'm going to say none. You're Whoa. correct. Nice. Lennon in 94, McCartney in 99, Harrison in 2004, Ringo in 05. Wow. Does anyone want to see Adam and Garrett do like a trivia head to head? I do. I, I do. do. Yeah. As long as it's about music, we're good. That That's would be fine. good. All right, number six, the Rolling Stones. Um, that, that was a pretty popular band, Brady. They received the honor in 1989. How many past and current members were inducted. Is it five, six, seven, or eight? Oh. Don't you mean the magazine, Phil? That was a magazine. See, You're correct. <laughs> yeah, the Rolling Stone magazine. See, it when was. they play shows, they got a, they have a giant circus of, of musicians. So I want to say, uh, what were your options again? The, the highest was five, eight. Five, six, the, seven, eight. Let's go seven. It's probably six. Six? It's eight. Five. 
Oh, it's oh. eight. Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Brian Jones, Ian Stewart, Mick wow. Taylor, who I think was with The Clash at one point, Charlie Watts, Bill wow. Wyman, and Ronnie Wood. Hmm. We're all Mick inducted. Jagger, that wasn't a song. Like, I got the moves Mick, like Mick Jagger. But, yep, right? that's exactly right, Brady. All right, number yeah, seven. Great. The uh, legendary singer Sam Cooke was inducted in 1986. What group of which he was previously in was honored in the early influences category? Was it the Coasters, the Soul Stirrers, the Drifters, or the Miracles? Ooh, that is tricky. Let's go with the Miracles. No, be the soul stirrers gospel group that was was an unfair question that one all right number eight literally googling the hardest music questions possible (laughs) chat gpt you put in the chat i'm giving you multiple choice i mean that's you know that's a little something there right i appreciate that a lot actually who number eight you got a couple more who played drums with led zeppelin during their performance in 1995 the year they were inducted jason Jason Bonham. <clears throat> wow. Nice. Wow. His son. His son his son actually knew it was when he went to play with them, he said, Okay, do you want me to play stairway like you guys did in nineteen seventy eight at this venue? Or do you want me to play it like that? He like knew every version of how his dad played oh, every wow. song. It was pretty Jeez. crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. All right. What artist holds the distinct honor of being the first artist inducted twice in the same year? Oh. Eric Clapton. George Harrison, David Crosby, or Stephen Stills? I, I think you're thinking of the hockey him, player, but... Sidney Crosby. <laughs> uh, I, I want to go about them, but it's probably... Uh, I'm going to say Crosby. Or Stills. No! no. Stills. Oh. Was it what was your backup? Stills. Stephen Stills. Oh, Stills. Oh, Stills. Uh, in 1997, Buffalo Springfield and Crosby Stills and Nash. Uh, yeah. That's All right, we're gonna we're gonna finish on a softball. Number ten, Dick Clark is an inductee of the Hall of Fame. True or false? Because it seems so uh, ridiculous, I'm gonna say true. It is oh, true. You know he Phil. was influential. You know he was influential. Rock and roll. That's you did awesome, you. music man. He was. Thanks, man. That was and very I was, good. I, I, was, I was wondering what topic. I was I was sweating over it. I was watching your. I watched the the ten the ten greatest raw. I, I went yeah. I went deep into the the. I, I did some research. Wow. Oh, jeez. We've so, watched yeah, more so episodes we, than we that we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't give you the burger position um, <laughs> <laughs> lightning round. Oh, or hurricane supermodel. No, that was fun. Yeah. That was hurricane fun. or supermodel. So, all right. So uh, let's let's do this, Adam. Uh, give our listeners and viewers. Let us know where they can find you and all these great projects you're working on. Okay, so uh, if you're uh, if you're on the Twitter sphere, if you're still on there, um, new CEO coming in six weeks. But if you're still on there, um, uh, you can find the 3D Weatherverse. It's at 3D Weatherverse. Um, if you can find instant weather, it's at instant underscore weather. And uh, if you're on Facebook, uh, just search your province or state. Um, for the state, search Tornado Watch. And for the province, search Storm Watch. You can find us. So Ontario Storm Watch or Alberta Storm Watch, um, you know, California Tornado Watch. We have we've got all those different pages. So you can track us down there. I, Greg's got we've got family behind him. That was hello. Hi. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> back there um yeah so just track us down there and if you want to track me on uh twitter uh at 
Adam Skinner, WX. Very good. All right. Well, we're going to take our final break, and I've got to go grab Weather Trollbot. We've got a new version to share with you. Hi, this is Extreme Meteorologist Free Timmer, and you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Who am I? I'm Brady. Who are we? We're the Stormfront Freaks. What kind of segment are we doing now? We're doing the Weather Fools, where us as the Freaks, we're going on the dark web, as Phil likes to say. We're going on the internet. We're going on Instant Weather Pro, looking at the radar. We are looking for people that did something not so smart, and it deals with the weather. I understand we have some overachievers tonight, guys. We are in for the long haul. Phil's got 15 Weather Fools. MJ's got 20. <laughs> MJ, why don't you kick us off with your weather fool of the week? All right. I got three of them here. And our first one comes to us from uh, Shannon Bileski. And as soon as I can find the way to play this one, uh, we'll be good. All right. So this is a flood, obviously. Oh, no. And there's an RV. And you think that's the fool, right? No. The fool is the people on the bridge as this thing crashes into a bridge. And you can see just how powerful water is. Wow. Because it takes that thing right under. And you go, wow. oh, these people watch this, you know, standing on top of this bridge. And guess what? There's another one. It's not bridge done. Down. Not done. Oh they keep getting bigger. Why, why is it always the RVs? Like, why is it always the RVs, you know? I don't know, but there oh. it goes. Oh, my God. Hopefully the water can destroy those. That is where, MJ, do you have any idea where that was? Do you know where it was? Uh, let me let me look quick. Um, like, that was crazy. It does not say. No, it does wow. not say. Wow. So, wow. Okay. So the next one, then Steve Collier shared this one and you watch this one and it's a tornado. Obviously it's in Washington, Illinois. It's an EF4 tornado. And these people are filming it as it's obviously getting closer. Yeah. When, when, and you watch oh. it and I'm going to, I'm going to zip forward just a little bit because that's, now that's a nasty one. Trees yeah, are moving. One. Uh, debris is in the air and they're still standing there filming this. Wow. Now they go, oh, let's get inside this porch. <laughs> Covered porch. <laughs> That's right. Glass. Oh, my. We'll be safe let's go here. inside the glass enclosure. Oh. And oh. Things are, trees are being things ripped away. Debris is going everywhere. Furniture is moving. They're still standing there. And now I don't and know what's happening. That, that feels like the phone got sucked out of his hand and is now it, flying it through does, the air. Yeah, that's, that's what that seems like. So there you that go. That is crazy. That Isn't is that the weather fool? Not yeah. to be outdone, uh, Curtis Far, uh, Farford shares this tornado video with us. And this is somebody driving. And they're driving and driving into a tornado. Watch the white car in front of them. Gets swept away by it. White car pulls in front. Tornado comes. Sweeps the car away with all the debris. Oh, my. fortunately, they don't tip over. And there you can see the tornado kind of going away, and you can wow. see the white car underneath a palm tree. Wow. Cool video. Isn't there also a lady sitting on the ground with that one? I could have sworn. I think I... there was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That so there you go. Ridiculous. So, there's some fools for you. 
Hey, let's just say you want to pass someone instead of, you know, just, just go in a tornado and you can just, you know, zip on right past them. It'll make you go a little faster. But <laughs> yep. don't, wouldn't, I, I don't think I would attempt that at home, just saying, everyone. But, uh, yeah, MJ, those were great. Uh, definitely don't do that, especially driving the tornadoes. That's not the best idea. Filming tornadoes on a porch, even dumber. Not the greatest. Maz, I understand you have a weather fool this week. Who is your weather fool? Woo! Yeah, I didn't, yeah, bravo. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> pretty sure it's a leap year just saying <laughs> so so this one there's multiple weather fools, and i get this i totally get this you got a newer car it's starting to hail you got to get out of it but the problem is everybody is doing this and this car that pulls up took the only spot in the middle where any cars could get through and, and you know it. there's people looking at hail. prius They're they look like a prius Oh, my gosh. People behind them, 50, 60 miles an hour, someone's not going to pay attention, and that's a very, very bad I'll day. tell you what. Th- that's the situation, Maz, where you better hope you do have car insurance because I'm coming with a bat. If I see <laughs> yeah. that and yeah. I can't get through because you, you're blocking everybody else's ability to yeah. go find shelter, I'm coming with a bat. And if you don't think I don't have one of those little Louisville sluggers in my back back car i've only uh, heard still use the f-bomb a few times on this show over the last 180 (laughs) and i think every time it had to do with somebody parking underneath of an overpass yeah yeah well i don't don't think people really you know realize that first of all an overpass is not safe during a tornado uh and Mm -hmm. oftentimes you know when you have these storms with large hail sometimes like me a tornado falling right behind it so That is the worst place to be. Sure, you're saving yourself a little bit of money on car insurance, but why don't you just switch to Geico and, and save us all some bucks? <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, and, well, that was that also. Was, doesn't it also funnel the winds even faster potentially? It does. It's even more dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so not the best idea. Uh, please just keep driving, people. It's not worth it. Uh, anyway, uh, that was great, Maz. I do have a weather fool this week. And hey, Brady, weather- before you hit your weather fool, though, I want to ask if Adam oh, can add that to his 3D weather simulation, where <laughs> any like if in real time you can see vehicles under an overpass, <laughs> if if you can like focus in and and send that wind through and just kick all those cars right out. You know what happens? Sure, I would play totally that all day. You know what? Google knows sure. where the traffic jams are, so that I'm sure right, if man. you got that right. footage, that information, you can fit it into your weatherverse. Anyway, we're, sorry, we're, Brady. Go ahead. Nope, that Brady. is the wrong screen. Hold on, that is not the right. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered. I wondered. Uh, by the way. Sorry about by the way, that, everyone. Brady. Apparently, I have not upgraded my antivirus. <laughs> no, this weather fool didn't upgrade his firewall. And <laughs> so, please, if you're listening, do not attack my computer. I will not share my IP. Please do not attack it. Uh, anyway, so so my weather fool, and actually, this this was a uh, tornado a couple uh, about a week and a half ago. And I, I was actually uh, a, a couple of miles from this, um, but this is in in, uh, in, in southeast Florida. And um, this was, I think, an EF2 tornado that, that went through the, the kind of Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. Mm-hmm. And you can see here, you know, there's someone driving and there, you can see a car in front of them and watch this car just flip. <sighs> watch that car oh, just wow. flip over. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, and, I remember seeing this. Yeah. I oh bet you a lot, of, a lot of you guys probably saw this, probably saw this yeah. clip on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, it was just it, literally a car. I don't really know if there's much they could have done, but if there's a tornado warning, people, you probably shouldn't be on the roads. No. Uh, 
because winds like that, I mean, they're just going to your car over and you won't be able to do anything. So, yeah. There's another perspective Ooh. of that one where the person's filming straight and the car comes flying out from the left side of their screen and just tumbles down the road. Supposedly the person wow. was okay. They were, I think yeah. they were in a Mercedes or something there and they were, they were yeah. okay. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Germ- they, Germans car. make some, you know, one heck of a car. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> they had some good car insurance as well. Uh, all right, Phil, I understand you got about 20. Yeah, so well, let's, let's go to let's, let's go to Greg first. You know Greg. what? You're right. You're right. You're right. Let's yeah, go to Greg first before <laughs> we look at the naked Greg man first. swimming in the in whatever water that was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so mine is not a video. This is a uh, uh, a story about dust storms uh, that the uh, Weather Channel oh, posted. I heard about that. Um, you know, some of you might have heard about it in Illinois. Uh, this this big pile up, and it was to do with a dust storm, and we see it every year blizzards cause the same effect uh fog uh we see that as well same exact same thing but when visibility is low you gotta slow down people slow and there was there's there people that were killed and yep. uh, anyway no one came out and said that uh, dust events cause uh, uh more loss of life uh than or at least as much loss of life uh as hurricanes and wildfires in some years mm-hmm. so when you uh, can't see, you got to slow down. Go from 80 down to 60. Go, huh. go from 60 down to 30, whatever, but, but slow down. I mean, that reminds me a lot of, like, snow squalls. I mean, do they, have, do they have warnings for that? I mean, do we know if the National Weather Service, like, puts out, like, a dust squall warning? I don't know if that's the right I think there's a dust storm, a dust storm advisory or a dust storm warning. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, if there isn't, I feel like there should because that, it's very similar, right? You lose visibility and you just can't see. Yeah, exactly. in front of these though that's that's that's, that's crazy now well we cool greg yeah no that that's good uh definitely a good reminder there phil why all right you, you, uh, you guys you guys didn't use any of the five that i have so tighten your belt straps here we right. go um <laughs> this first one i call tulane swimmer misses the cut uh this was a flood somewhere in in uh, and she's swim. so it's oh, an actual gross. this is a swimmer for tulane she gets down in the water in the street. This is just a residential street, and she starts swimming the crawl stroke in the water, and who knows what the hell is in that water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of feces. Gross. A lot of feces. <laughs> and so I, I just yeah. I don't think she probably made her next swim meet. That's just kind of a guess on my part, but uh, that's, that's a guess. Next one, I call, uh, I call this dude flips out over a flipped car. Uh, so this guy is is basically watching very similar to Brady. Some of the things you guys oh, have shown already, but that's the one. This is the way. That's, that's the same tornado. So yeah. he's sitting here, uh, just sitting with his car, watching this tornado come through. There's debris flying all over, and then there goes a car just tumbling oh, down wow. the street. Yeah. Wow. At that point, he has to be saying, "I'm an idiot." Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That that was that same Palm Beach tornado that happened. That was that was crazy. Yeah, wow. he was probably a little too close. <clears throat> All right, this one I call the other video. I call this one "Death by Window" or "Near Death," "Near Death by Window." Uh, so this guy's basically again just filming a storm outside his window. Uh, you can see the you know apartment parking lot in front of him or whatever that is. And if you look off to the right, and it's fast and quick, but did you see that power no. flash? No, the, no, it was uh, debris. That just came flying, oh, and it wow. just missed coming through the window. Oh, I did oh. see that there, yeah. That's 
That's crazy fast. So, guys, just again, you're not protected behind a window from a storm uh, and anything that's thrown like, debris. This is the Unless other it's way bulletproof. he's dead. Unless it's bulletproof. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I, I wouldn't bet on that either. All right. This next one, I don't know if you've seen this, but this is some meteorologist. His, his name's Chris Robbins. Oh, no. I call this Chris Robbins needs Tony Robbins. But uh, he he posted this stuff on, uh, I don't know if this was Facebook. He said, a child just rang my doorbell. Folks, you do not ring doorbells in 2023. My six was loaded. Keep your kids away. What? Uh, it's a, and then he goes on nice. to say, it's a bad idea to allow your kids to go around ringing doorbells in 2023. Read the news. Stop it. If it rings tomorrow, I'm, I might pull someone's hair. Uh, I'm just playing, but it's a bad idea for kids roaming, ringing doorbells. Blah, blah, blah. And then here he goes. He said, she was looking for her kitten. I'm so impatient. I feel bad because I warned her I might pull her hair if she rang my doorbell again. She started crying. She told me her kitten was missing. I told her to call animal control because I saw him in the neighborhood. Uh, and then he said, it's a learning opportunity. She found a nice, grumpy old man. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, this uh, this kind of went viral, and he ended up... Um, I don't know if he tell he me runs, he got the boot. Tell me. Well, he, he runs. I think he runs a private like consulting business, and it just sounds like he got dropped by a lot of people. He was reported. The National Weather Association uh, cut his membership, hmm. and uh, yeah, wow, just stupid, that stupid stuff horrible. to be saying. A little kid sure, lost her kitten. And, and he's threatening to pull her hair and then on social is media it, saying, it, I've got my six loaded. Even who threatens you, to pull someone's hair? Like, what, what is that? I mean, and even what? if you do, who puts that on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's I got a bit of a crazy look time. in his eye. Yeah, yeah that's a, that is a little, he is a little creepy. Yeah, no, he's super I'm, a little, I'm a little scared to like talk about, about him because he, he could out. be listening. No, that's no, <laughs> <laughs> All problem. right, so then I'm going to finish on a good note. Uh, I call this Dick Bird. <laughs> Uh, so this was actually an iceberg <laughs> off of <laughs> Newfoundland, uh, and it, it's a little phallic looking. Would you guys? It's would cold as ice. It seems, <laughs> it seems disproportionate for some reason. I don't know. Well, Did you hey, hear? Greg, that, that, here in America, that, that's how we roll. So. <laughs> Did you hear, though, the name of the town? It was like just floating beside? Dildo. Dildo. Uh, yeah. And I swear to God, dildo. No way. I swear no to God, dildos way. on Conception Bay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I swear geez. to I'm calling God. bull crap on wow. that. No, that's a real yeah. thing. No Greg really is way. absolutely correct. That's you can't right. you can't you can't make you can't I mean you can't make that up. Oh my god. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Well, I I, uh, I didn't ask Adam. Adam, do you have, do you have any weather fools or anyone that you've no, known? You know what? Of all the things, I, the I my my entire focus was bring a beer that's weather related. That's so that, that's my <laughs> entire you focus. That, got, that will make you not a weather fool. Actually, if I can tell you a story, there is a beer called Storm Chaser that I looked up, but it was like it was like a two hour drive, and I'm like, oh, I gotta, I, I don't think I'm gonna make it. So uh, yeah, so I ended up finding this one here in Barrie. So uh, yeah, it would have been sweet to have Storm Thanks, Chaser yeah. as my beer. That would awesome. yeah. uh, you have a weather themed beer, which is better than literally all of us except for Serena. So good, good job there. <laughs> but anyway, uh, guys, if you want to see our weather fools, go to stormfrontfreaks.com, look under the show notes section, and look for show 183.
Well, that sound can only mean that it's time for Trollbot. So Trollbot is an awesome robot that helps us understand what people in meteorology or weather people actually wanted to say to all those horrible, horrible people who think they have to say terrible things out there. Phil, I hear you found a doozy for this week's Trollbot. Well, so here's what I have to explain to you all. Adam, you were talking about it earlier, right? AI is is like becoming huge. Uh, it's a huge thing, and, and it's growing. You know when it starts becoming mainstream, right? That's when it kind of hits its its pace. So I thought, you know what? We, we need to upgrade uh, Weather Trollbot. And, and so what I did is I went and I found basically some AI data and, and software, and I started downloading into Weather Trollbot. The problem with Weather Trollbot is she's really old. You know, we found her at a garage sale and we've kind of repurposed her. But so she's kind of still processing this download. Okay. So we're still going to, we're still going to use her tonight. I just don't know necessarily what to expect because she's still really young in her processing phase. And uh, I, I, so I don't know what to expect, but we're, we're still going to give it a shot. So the first one, and here's what's really unique tonight. A lot of our weather troll bots have been women, right? Women getting trolled and all that bull crap. Tonight, we have two men that are also getting trolled and and responding to that. And one is none other than friend of the show, James Spann, chief meteorologist at ABC 3340 in Birmingham. And uh, he basically was talking about false streak holes uh, in, in central Alabama. He said they're generally caused by a passing aircraft. When an aircraft passes through these types of clouds, the air around its wings and body expands and cools, uh, and this can trigger the droplets to turn into tiny ice crystals. And when that happens, they fall, and it leaves a hole behind in the cloud. Okay? Very cool. So David Potter, not afraid to use your name if you're going to be stupid, says uh, on social media, said, James Spann, the lying weatherman. Let's talk about HARP. H-A-A-R-P. I, I don't even know what that is. What is that? Mm. I think that's like an old that's people like retirement con, home. Contrails. It's like oh, wait, the contrails. Yeah, the chemtrails people. The chemtrails. Yeah. All right, so he says, let's talk about HARP and geoengineering, Mr. Ah. Lying Weatherman. Let's talk about cloud seeding and charging the ionosphere to intensify storms. Let's talk about harping and pulsating radar. Let's talk about those things instead these pretty little distractions. Come on, Mr. Lying Weatherman. People are waking up to the fake weatherman that is James Spann. Get educated. Hey, I've seen a pilot hit a button and start stuff cart flying out the back of the plane. So until you can explain that to me. No, I'm just All right. Kidding. Harp's, oh, Harp's waiting for your phone call there, Brady. Yeah, that, but, was, that was urine. All right. That's all bullcrap. So here's the great, you know, our weather friends that respond, they usually respond really politely and professionally and nice. And, sure. and, and James was pretty short with his, his response, but he said, I believe David is off his meds tonight. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we probably know it was close to that because that was pretty good. But what we do is we got to plug the, the, the troll and the response. We got to plug all this into Trollbot and let her compute what James Spann was really thinking uh, when he responded. Now, again, Trollbot's young in her processing here, so I don't know what we're going to get, but let's, uh, let's go ahead and plug it in. All right, we got it in. She's got a process. She's still kind of slow with the processing. But... All right, let's see what she's got. You talk about clouds and these 
Jabronis come out of the woodwork like motel cockroaches. This trash could use some medication or a jack kick to his head. <laughs> she is young, I guess. Uh, Trobot's got Benjamin Button disease. She has serious age regression. I've never heard a five-year-old say jabroni. She's 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 growing. It's amazing what AI is like. I almost was wondering who the hell who the hell are her parents, but but it's it's AI. So oh my god! All right, so now we know what we're gonna get. Let's uh, so we're gonna go to the next one. Um, This is Cruz Medina. He's a meteorologist at Channel Four in Nashville. And this is this was basically uh, kind of one-sided. He explained the troll, but also uh, gave his response at the same time. He said a lady called the newsroom tonight and said she would charge. Sorry, change the channel because I was wearing lipstick. I had nothing on my lips, but I am Latino, and we we generally have darker shaded lips. Brenda, please change the channel and also get a new TV because your saturation is off. <laughs> Good All right. backhanded, but uh, polite. All right, there. let's. Uh, I got to plug this into Trollbot. Saturation. Okay. All right, let her process that. Someone tell this whispering bigot to watch another channel or get a TV that's not from 1987. <laughs> Who even calls a television station anymore? She can not a taser for all I care. <laughs> what was that? God. Did you just say a taser? I didn't say it. I didn't say it. This young child robot, these <laughs> that words. Was, that, was, <laughs> that was somehow <laughs> worse than the jabroni comment. Oh, that was bad. Freddie's vocabulary just doubled. All right, oh, so all, all, I, all I have to say is we no. hope that uh, Trollbot continues teaser. to mature over the next few episodes. I hope so. It uh, <laughs> gets uh, gets a little gets a little better. Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. yeah I don't know how I can follow that, but uh, <laughs> all right. Hunter Hurley uh, checked in on uh, Twitter. Uh, going to be trying something different on WX Twitter for the next couple of weeks. Every two days at approximately five o'clock Central Daylight Time, I'll post a general topic question for the community to answer in their personal opinion. Some posts may contain a poll, some may not. Posts start today. And then Hunter gave a big thanks to Stormfront Freaks for some of the topics and questions. So uh, we're having having an impact. Nice. That's always fun. Gonna check it out. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. The WX store checked in. Uh, Great episode from Stormfront Freaks with Jordan Hall. I listened this morning and now I want to get loaded on red beer with a pork queen. You may remember those those references. Uh, (laughs) You have to listen to the show. Um, And a couple of our guests, our former former guests, have been checking in on our Patreon-only Facebook group that if you are a Patreon uh, subscriber, you too can be a part of. Uh, Former guest Jeff Cornish checked in, says, doing well, keeping busy, but I have no complaints. I've been with AccuWeather for six years now. Kids are growing up too fast, and life is good. I hope all is well with you and the team. I love your approach to the podcast. Thank you, Jeff. Nice words. Um, And let's see. uh, This is uh, Steve Collier, who actually contributed one of the Weather Fools. 
um, commented, uh, Phil, of course, let our Patreon members know about the changes that are coming that he announced at the beginning of this show. Uh, and Steve Collier says, that's great. Thank you all again for all you do. Look forward to all the new stuff. Maybe I'll see you all out there chasing. Right on. If- Thanks, Steve. Nice. Yeah, hopefully the death ridge doesn't get us first, though. We'll <laughs> <laughs> ah, way to bring us down, Brady. Thanks. Oh, and I had and I had one more. This was from sorry. Timothy Veltman. It says, I have to admit, I love the idea of the live show recording on YouTube going back to the public again. Having an exclusive for Patreon members was okay, but there wasn't as much banter on the chat board as before. And that's so we hope uh, we get the lots of you that are listening now to watch us live on Thursday nights starting starting when, Phil? June 8th? Yep, June 8th, for sure. Uh, Yeah, so thanks, Timothy, uh, for that comment. And thank you to everybody for checking in with us uh, each and every uh, episode. And Phil, let me put this out there, too. I think uh, we should extend right now an invitation to Adam to come on again at some point and update us on what's happening with the 3D weather version. Yes, please. That'd be fun. and if Absolutely. you need beta yeah. testers, Adam, you know, I'm, I'm your guy. We do, right? actually. I'm, I'm we your do guy. need beta testers. So, <laughs> I'm your yeah, guy. We, oh, that, a lot of hands there. That's great. That's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm honored, honored to be on the podcast. I'm a big fan. And, uh, and yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been, it's been great. And uh, may, maybe if I finish this beer, I'll maybe play a tune. We'll see. Well, it, it's it's not a maybe. You're up, buddy. I'm introducing yep. you. So, so all of our listeners yep. and viewers, you're going to get a special treat tonight. Uh, Adam is going to play us a song and uh before we uh before we announce our our next guest and everything uh adam it's the the stage is yours all right i'm gonna do just a little bit of a tweak hopefully i don't get that feedback that we were hearing earlier but let me see if i can get the stereo audio going so how's that sound are you getting any feedback or is it okay that's sound good that's good sounds good all right i'm gonna kick on one more mic and so i wrote the song for my wife uh she's amazing her name's amanda and she's uh, brilliant singer, brilliant woman, great mother. Uh, I love her so much. Anyway, so I wrote this this tune for her, so I'll, I'll crack it out for you here. So thanks for thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Craig's already crying. <laughs> your time to let me know, to let you know why you matter, you matter, if only in this instance I could be the one to show you why you matter, only need a second of your day, but a third and fourth would be okay, it's true. Second, I could be the one to show you why you matter. Cause you matter, you matter to me.
of your world Just a glance or two will do the girl You matter You matter If only for a moment I Totally got laid. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. Man, I'd like to be as good at one thing in my life as you are at everything you do, Adam. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. That was much. a treat, Adam. That really Where's was. Where's that song? Where's that song? I kind of want that. Was a, that kind of made me tear up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, that thanks. Awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you kindly. Yeah, was that was good. awesome. That was cool. Well, I'll tell you what, everybody, that was a special treat, but that just about does it for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. So thanks for tuning in. So before I get to what our next episode is going to be about, I've got one request, and that's if you like the show, hit the follow or subscribe button and help us by sharing your favorite episode on social media or send it to a friend. If you could do that for me, uh, certainly appreciate it. Freaks, let's find out how people can... I guess find you and follow you. Uh, Greggles, I'll start with you. And you're muted because, uh, yeah, you were tuning into the awesome song. And I will move to Matt. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, there now. he I'm is. Good. He's back. I'm good now. Uh, you, can, you guys can find me uh, on all social media, all platforms at Greg at instantweather.com. <laughs> Very good, Maz. .ca. <laughs> <laughs> totally skipped the interview, didn't you? Oh, wow. Anyway. That's good. Uh, he already gave yeah. his resume. It's fine. He's in. He's in. That's good. He's in. Dang. All right. You could find me on Twitter at, at MoneyStorm, the number four and the letter U. Very good. Serena, how about you? Yep. Everything is Weather Serena, W X C Y R E N A. Awesome. MJ, you're up. All right. I'm at Mark Stormpod on Twitter at Mark Stormpot, M-A-R-C. Awesome. Brady, are you, you looking up your uh, accounts? Make sure you get them right. No, I was just trying to, I was also trying to play a piano, but uh, <laughs> when, when, I, when I heard him start to play, I'm like, you know what? He's way too good. So, so we'll gonna... pass. We'll let you practice a little uh, more. You can find me at Brady Harris WX on Twitter and Columbus Weather with Brady on TikTok and Insta. Awesome. And then you can find me at Stormfront Freak on Twitter. That's usually where I'm hanging out. Uh, special thanks to our guest tonight, Adam Skinner. Adam, again, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So I told you guys about our next show. So we're actually not going to have a guest necessarily unless we run into one because as i mentioned it's going to be chase week later this may uh so the freaks we're going to be out chasing in the plains or, or wherever the storms i guess happen to be 
Uh, and we're going to compile that and uh, put an audio show together, an audio podcast together with kind of the best of the week. Uh, so that will be our next episode, uh, which will be uh, posted, uh, I don't know, sometime later this month, I guess, on, on a Sunday. I, I don't have the, I don't have the date it on might me. Might be so the 28th or so. That, that sounds about, that sounds actually, that's, that sounds correct, 20, May 28th. So look for that, May 28th. And again, if you didn't get to YouTube, uh, slash youtube.com slash stormfrontfreaks, Make sure you follow and get notifications because uh, that's when you'll find out when we are streaming live and having a good time. And one of the things we are going to do, I guarantee, so we have a Storm Chaser board game. Uh, We're going to get everybody together after we've had a few drinks, and we are going to stream uh, the freaks playing Storm Chaser (laughs) board game. So that, uh, I guarantee you, after a few drinks is going to be a lot of fun. What else do I have? I think that's it. So uh, I'm going to say for Adam and Brady and Greg and Maz and Serena and MJ, I'm going to signal the all clear, and we'll catch you guys next time. Good night, everybody. Hi. Night. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.